Spend the next hour with Robert Dempster, the Positive Patriot, on 101.5 FM and 1400 AM, WDTK. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the republic for which it stands. One One nation, nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Be a part of the Positive Conversation. Toll free at 1-800-923-9385. That's 1-800-923-9385. Thanks for joining the Positive Patriot, Robert Dempster. Give me some loving here today. Give me some loving. That's what we need in this world today. Hello, welcome patriots from all over this great world and universe. Yes, do you ever feel like you're living in the movie and you're one of the people, one of the actors? I know I feel like that. I'm driving around today. I was spiritually surfing, going through Detroit, the arsenal of democracy, the place that saved america that's right you're listening to the positive patriot welcome on this saturday afternoon this high noon now we're going to welcome you we're going to have a very interesting show today which is which is very cool it's the declaration of independence you can call in at 800-923-9385 i'm going to repeat that number plus it's on our website 1-800-923-9385 we really invite you to be part of it. This show is yours as much as it's ours. I got the whole team in here, the Patriot team, the Positive Patriots are here today. We have Austin Two Moons, Gunsmoke, and Brian the Lion with his lion's mane of hair. He's in the engineer room, and he's always ready to help us out and you. So, 1-800-923-9385. Have you ever looked at your flag your American flag, which is one of the most beautiful pieces of art. Um, You may have looked at it. It might have been a long winter. And you're going to have to take a look at your flag. You may have to replace it or even get a new one. Or if you would like a custom flag, go to ToledoFlags.com. It'll be on our site. It's a great company. I know the owners. They're fantastic patriots. And they're doing work all over this planet, and they're ready to help you. So take a look at your flag. I know I love my flag. I'm going to get another flag. Just imagine your next Patriot flag or something like that. Anyway, there you go. I think today we're in we're in deep trouble, and you know that too. This is the positive Patriot, and we're, we're praying very hard. We're praying very hard. Um, as, as we are spiritually surfing. I've got, we're going to talk today about the Declaration of Independence. I met a fellow. We went golfing down at Trump National down in Miami. What a great course. Had a lot of fun. And we met this fellow at breakfast. And he's out creating these new laser copies of the Declaration of Independence. 
And one thing led to another. He keeps talking to me. I'm talking to him. One thing, we keep talking, as patriots do. We're both on, we're the same yoke. We keep walking together. And all of a sudden, I was invited to a party up in Boca with um, uh, Brigitte Gabriel, the Arabic woman that's a total patriot, Lebanese descent, awesome. So I was invited. I talked him in to drive me up there, and also he donated a laser um, declaration of independence. So one thing, we had a great party. It was real swanky. We were at Siggy's house, a New York, New Jersey housewife, which I didn't know, but they were just great, beautiful home. It was quite an experience. It was about an hour and a half drive. Shot up there, came back. A lot of traffic up in that way. But, you know, we were in Trump country. We were in patriot country. So, um, so anyway, that has led to this point. And we really would like, I have never read the Declaration of Independence. Now, have you? I'm starting to think maybe 90% of us haven't, if not more. So with all these people coming over the border that resident Biden, resident Biden has invited to our country with all their problems and situations, uh, which is a mess. We are in a mess. You know we're in a mess, and we're praying for it. And um, I'd like, before we get going into it, we're going to go into the background of it. We're going to just open this up together. This is a street Republican looking at this going, you know what? Let's take a look at this. Let's take a look at the piece of paper, the document that gives us our freedom because the guys who signed it, I think over half of them were killed. They were, <laughs> they were going against King uh, Henry George III in England. So having said that, um, they're really trying to military. I'm going to be random here, but they're, they're really dumbing down the military. I, I mean, this is scary stuff. Once again, talking about racism, once again, I'm going to be 72 next month. Why am I saying that? Maybe in my whole life, I've seen two acts of racism, and it's never pretty. It's not good. But to change everything and around, this, this is, that's just one of the things, which is, you know, if you live in fear, you're going to die in fear. And that's all they do. They do a great job of fear. They're the greatest people on the planet, the Democrats, the left the intellectuals, the elites, to say and create fear because we are swimming in fear. Now, it looks like the Democrats have found a new word that they love, and that's called trillion. They love the word trillions. They keep adding more to the trillion. They like numbers, they like trillions, and they like printing. You know, it was when the day I found out the power of printing was a great day. I you know, I have a t-shirt companies and you print signs and you can print books. But boy, when you can print money and you own the electricity and the machines to print the money and you're the only guys to print the money, that's a pretty amazing thing. So, also I'm going to, I'm being random now, Patriot Random. Boy, this Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram, they're awesome. Of course, we love Newsmax, but these people, you have, I don't know how long they're going to be on. And Maria Bartolomo, awesome. 
okay? If we try to watch those other stations, a cancer might sit in. So, here are the senators. Today is Saturday, the end of March, right before Passover. To all our brothers, Jewish brothers and sisters, happy Passover. Easter's coming up, Good Friday. We we see senators now on the border checking it out. Finally, they got down there, okay? There's like hundreds of thousands of people invading. They're invaders. They're invading. Welcome by resident Joe and his true. Actually, I think it's Obama. Obama, Joe is not there, and you know that. So, and we're always using words. Words are so amazing. You know, they spin us. They got new words that we never even heard of and new phrases. But here are the senators, our 12 or 15 American senators walking around with polo shirts in the weeds. And, you know, by, I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, why? What about Teddy Roosevelt? Where's our Teddy Roosevelt? Teddy would get dressed up, look like he, Ted Cruz looked like he was ready to go looking at, a, at the invasion that's coming over. And they're taunting us. The actual, uh, what do they call those guys? The uh, the people that bring them over. Um, they're actually taunting us. And it's amazing. Now, one other thing. The new transportation, Peter Buttigieg, Jug, Juggy, Jeggy, the guy from Gary, Indiana, who couldn't fail there? Yeah, Resident Joe gave him a position in charge of the transportation. He wants us now to ride bicycles. <laughs> oh, boy, it's like China. But instead of thinking of solutions, they're thinking of new ways to tax you and me. They want to put a little computer on our cars to tax us for how far we drive. Now, I wonder if... Peter Buttigieg, whatever, is he related to the guy who invented the parking meter? I always wondered, who invented the park? Some guy's walking around going, hey, I, I think there's a way we can tax these people. And I guess there was one time in England they used to tax places by how many windows they had. So there's always some kind of guy or girl. They always sat in the back of the class and they were always thinking something different than you or I did. We had a couple at Peter Vital here, at Cook Junior High, at Cass Tech, Henry Ford High, Redford, you you know, Wilbur Wright, all these schools in Detroit. So I hope you're having a wonderful day. The peninsula is great here. And we're in the third month of this fraud and fake administration. I guess somebody called me because when you have a station like a show like this, what happens, and I can see my hands are flying around. They're almost like that woman from uh, uh, Minnesota. Uh, her hands are always flying, it seems like. Anyway, there. Um, where, where, where are the solutions? We need solutions. So the words that we're going to talk about today, first of all, we're going to say a real quick prayer. Take a second just to thank God. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for today, for everything that's so special. We pray. We love you. Please show us a way out. Please show us a way 
to make this world a better place. Amen. And easy enough for that. And by the way, I took part of the uh, team here today down to St. Bonaventure. We went down to Solanus Casey. We prayed a little bit and it was very moving down at Mount Elliott. And we took a little walk through the Mount Elliott uh, Cemetery. So all those people of the faith, God bless you. There's a lot of words out there, and we're encouraging you to call in today at 1-800-923-9385. You are welcome to call in. We want to stay positive. We are going to stay positive, and let's start with this. Okay, the Declaration of Independence. Okay. Now, I didn't know all this, and maybe you didn't either. Let's go. June 7th, 1776, the Lee Resolution, Lee, L-E-E Resolution. Richard Henry Lee, a delegate from Virginia, read a resolution before the Continental Congress that these United Colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown. We're going to stop right there. Right there was a scary point. So they're saying, right, they ought to be free and independent states. Michigan is a state. Florida is a state. Texas is a state. Ohio is a state. Little itty-bitty Delaware is a state. Ooh, little itty-bitty Delaware. Is that where the residents from? Anyway, there's Little Island, and then there's California. Then there's, you know, Nevada, all these great states. So, right ought to be free and independent states. So that's cool. And that just brings to the point, maybe Texas is going to be the place where, you know, there could be a stop there because I don't think Texas is going to put up with just the feds telling them to just come on over and you got to take care of them. And I, I know a fellow, his mother lives in Las Cruces, New Mexico, and it went from a nice little town to now it's drug-ridden. She's almost 90 years old, if not 90. So isn't that special if you have a relative that moves down there to, to have your sinuses and a free, nice area to live and free? And now all of a sudden, here come all these people. that And we love those people. Don't get us wrong. Don't get me wrong. Don't get anybody wrong. But let's do it right. There's a lot of people took a lot of years to become Americans. And, um, okay, let me, let me finish this first paragraph. That they ought to be free and independent states. I agree with that, and I hope you do too. That they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown. Must have been tough back then. And that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved. Those were strong words. This is our piece of paper, the declaration. I think it's up on the screen. This is very important. Let's go. This is the page. We're going to keep it there. Okay, so that was June 7, 1776. Lee Resolution. Now, June 11th, four days later, a committee of five, five Cinco, were appointed. Consideration of the Lee Resolution was postponed. The committee of five was appointed 
to draft a statement presenting the world, the colony's case for independence. So there was a consideration. Five guys got together, a committee of five. They were appointed. Who appointed them? I don't know. Do you know? Call in at 800-923-9385. I am just reading. I'm thinking out loud. From Detroit area, the arsenal of democracy, simple does it. Okay? So, now, a little moving forward, June 11th to July 1st, 1776, the Declaration of Independence was drafted. On June 11th, Congress recessed for three weeks. Now, how, how did they create a Congress before the con- So there, I'm going to have to read about that. But there was a Congress. And during this period of the Committee of Five, John Adams, Roger Sherman, Benjamin Franklin, Robert Livingston, and Thomas Jefferson drafted the Declaration of Independence. Thomas Jefferson drafted it. Adams and Franklin made changes to it. So Congress reconvened on July 1st, 1776. So here's five guys hanging around, thinking about the future of the world. And I think our land was based on God, freedom of religion. You could, of course, own guns. Just think about the area. There were probably Native American Indians around. There were this kind of person and that kind of person. There were some women around. Um... And I think everybody, uh, I think a man was a man and a woman was a woman at that time. I don't think there was all these new uh, areas of men and women that are happening. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, July 2nd, 1776, the Lee Resolution was adopted in consideration of declaration. On July 2nd, July 2nd, which is coming up, which they said, I think the CDC and Resident Joe and all those people that have taken over our White House are saying that July 4th, we're going to be, they're going to let us go out and celebrate. That's so great. Anyway, on July 2nd, the Lee Resolution was adopted by 12 of the 13 colonies. New York did not vote. Wow. New York. <laughs> what are the size of Cuomo's hands? And I think he's he's a little bit like Jabba the Hutt, I heard. And just put it aside, there must have been some women there that were perhaps, you know. But anyway, I don't know if the Cuomos were there then. I think they came over from Italy later on. Okay, so on July 2nd, the Lee Resolution was adopted by 12 of the 13 colonies. Immediately afterwards, Congress began to consider the Declaration Congress made some alterations and deletions to it on July 2nd and 3rd, and on the morning of the 4th, wow, the sun came up, flowers were growing, the corn was up, the turkeys were moving around, and more information in American Originals will be is, is in their exhibit. Now, we're going to get to all, all this, so thanks for being welcome and being patient with me and with you, because I'm learning at the same time you are. I've done a little homework on it, but I wanted this to be a questionnaire, if you will. So on July 4, 1776, the Declaration of Independence was adopted and printed. Printed like the trillions of dollars. (laughs) 
Oh, boy. I love it. How, how do you spell trillion, anyway? Okay. So, what did Mark Scott used to say? I love my country, but I fear my government. I love my country, but I fear my government. I love it. I heard it last week, and I know Brian the Lion has worked with that, with Mark Scott. And so, July 4th, we've started at June 7th, and now we're in July 4th. And late in the morning, the declaration was officially adopted, and the Committee of Five, which is John Adams, Roger Sherman, Benjamin Franklin, Robert Livingston, and Thomas Jefferson, they took the manuscript copy of the document to John Dunlap. John Dunlop was the official printer to Congress, printed the Declaration of Independence. So, let's think about that for a second. We look at printed stuff all the time, but there's an art form to printing. So back then, it must have been a super job. I think they did it on stone engraved, and we're going to get to that. But our dollars are printed. They're printed very high sophistication now because... There's trillions of them. <laughs> but back then, I think it was one at a time. And actually, in the world, I have seen some of the first books ever printed when I was in Siena. It's an amazing thing. There was Gutenberg, right? So printing means duplicating. And I learned a lot when I got into the T-shirt business because silk screening is another form. There's lithographs. There's all different kind of ways to print. So, here we are on a Saturday afternoon. Our country is in total turmoil and chaos. And I still ask, why did Joe have to do anything? Because it was perfect. I mean, it was working. Nothing like screwing something up, right? I mean, come on. If your car's working, let it keep working. Hello, change the oil. Change the parks bugs. And pretty soon, we'll all be electric. And I feel electric right now. Okay, so, thank you for listening. This is beautiful. On July 5th, the day after July 4th, 1776, copies of the Declaration were dispatched. So now, after they printed it, they were sent out on horses. There was no Ford or Cadillac or uh, Audi or Mercedes. No, none of those. They went out. By foot or by horse or carriage. On the morning of July 5th, copies printed by, printed by John Dunlap were dispatched by members of Congress to various committees and assemblies and to the commanders of the Continental Troops. The Continental Troops. What a cool name. I always thought of myself as a Continental, you know? Continentals. They're between the greasers and the frats. The Continentals are in the middle, right? Do you all understand what I'm saying? Because actually, I'm a boomer. Us boomers are strong. Give me some loving. You heard the song. We're coming. That was Stevie Winwood, by the way. I saw him live at the Masonic Auditorium with Spencer Davis Group. He was 17 on that B3 Hammond, kicking some butt. You can call in at one 800 923-9385. So, we're going to get through this first part here. Thank you once again. July 19th, that's uh, 14 days later, two weeks. Congress orders the declaration engrossed on parchment. 
Now we're going to the next level from paper or something. And by the way, the first dollar bills were printed on cotton. Yeah. I once went to, um, where did I go? I went to uh, Auburn, uh, homecoming, and I actually sat with descendants of the cotton printing dollar bill people. Now that's, I didn't know that, but I found out. So two weeks later, Congress ordered that the declaration be fairly engrossed, engrossed on parchment with the title and the style of the unanimous, unanimous <laughs> declaration of the 13 United States of America. And at that same time, when engrossed, be signed by every member of Congress. So here, they definitely had to do, there was a process. This is the process. They had to write it, they drafted it, they worked around it, massaged it, went here, approached that, dispatched it. Now they're saying, hey man, we're going to make this right on parchment. I love parchment paper, and so should you. But our dollar bills are not on parchment paper, right? Remember that word trillion, trillion, yeah baby. So, I wonder if we're gonna, one of the Democrats are going to name their baby Trillion. That could happen. There could be a rapper, you know. Mm, hey, I don't want no million. I'll be the Trillion. Okay. I haven't had a drink. No gummies, nothing. No hippie hay. I'm all right. It's okay. So, here we are on July 19th, 1776. Forward. August 2nd, 1776, the declaration is signed. So it wasn't right away. It had to go around. People had to sign it. The document was signed by the most most of the members on August 2nd. George, George White signed on August 27th. Of September 4th, Richard Henry Lee, Eldridge Gary, with the G, Jerry, Eldridge Jerry. Oliver Wilcott signed it. Martin Matthew Thornton signed on November 19th, and Thomas McKean signed in 1781. So, wow. Matthew Thornton signed it on November 19th. It must have been cold because this was the summer, and Thomas McKean signed in 1781. Well, that's actually five years later. So somehow that worked. Now, you can find out all of this information, and it's even on my website, the U.S. National Archives and Records Administration. That phone number, just in case, is 1-866-272-6272. And we even have it on our website where you can go in and read all of this and actually sign the Declaration of Independence. The government has got that, so... I mean, I put my name on there, and I, I kind of think that's cool. Now, we got just a couple more mo moments here. Um, the fellow that I met, Bob Nedelik, who's uh, American, Austrian descent, he's the guy who's kind of, uh, if this all goes south, uh, hopefully he'll send me a cell phone on a drone over the wall. So I'm going to, he's a good guy, but we got we got to, he He's got this idea that I think is pretty cool. He he wants to see people that come into our country rather than we give them everything. They should pay us, and I agree with this, it's a good idea, two ounces of silver, and they must sign the Declaration of Independence. So in other words, if you come here, 
you are fully aware of what our country is about. Uh, like right now, I think they just think it's milk and honey, and none of them are moving into Joe's house. None of them. I mean, Joe lives pretty good. I think he's got a new house right there by the uh, Chinese embassy worth about $40 million. But that, hey, don't let that bother you. Don't let that bother you. By the way, where is Hunter? <laughs> uh, somehow the, the gun in the trash. There, every day something new comes up we can't even believe, right? So how about this? We're going to come back in a second. Can we do that, Brian the Lion? And thank you very much. We're just getting going. Thank you. The Positive Patriot. Jake Slate. Does anybody, uh, Nita, have you ever been to Jake Slate? Is there such a place? I've been to a lake. Been Not to a Jake's lake? lake. There's wow. lots of lakes around here. Have you ever been to a lake in a station wagon and a woody? A, a woody like with the panels, yeah. yeah. That's a back in the day, back in Oldsmobile, Dad, remember that? Remember the Oldsmobile? There oh, you go. yeah. Was it a Vista Cruiser? This song is called Jake Slate. Okay, are you ready? Put your seatbelt on. The whole band, ready? Give me loving or just right to you. Red, white, and blue. He's the positive patriot. Robert Dempster on 101.5 FM and 1400 AM WDTK.
it in one chorus and then to you. All right, give me some loving, baby. Give me some loving. Oh, yeah. I'm looking through those weeds on the Rio Grande. I'm looking for the promised land. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. This is the Positive Patriot. This is your host with the most, Robert Dempster. Robert George Dempster, if you will. And I love America. I love the planet Earth. I love life. And I often say, snuggle, don't struggle. Now, what can we do? We have some callers calling in. We love it. It's part of your show. Now, one of the things we have to do, we have to remember that we're solution-oriented. So, we have Steve on the line from Wixom. Steve. Roberto, how you doing? Most hey, if you're, a continent, <laughs> if you're a continental, I'm an El Dorado. Oh, <laughs> I like your hey, brand. Anyway. I like your brand. <laughs> Hey, I, I love riding bicycles. I have three Schwins, but I'm sitting in my I'm sitting in my V8 pickup right now because I need it. All right, gotcha. But anyway, this Declaration of Independence stuff. My my wife has a uh, ancestor that signed it, and you know one of the reasons they signed it was excessive taxation and this you know this business of driving my getting taxed for your mileage. We already are. You pay t- you pay gas tax on your. Uh, on your fuel, <laughs> hey, the I, more you drive, you know, more you pay. You know, the the, uh, the Declaration of Independence, right, and the Constitution. This is the mm. owner's manual. This is our owner's manual for our life and being American. How does Peter Pete Pita Pito Peter Buttigieg? How does he think about these things? He's riding on a bike, right? I agree well, with you. That's exactly what I thought. How can they, these guys are thinking of how to tax us? Why don't they think of some answers? How about not spending? I can't wait for the new baby that's born trillion. You know, Moonbeam. They have different names, these kind of people. They, they come up, what happened to the good old names? David, Robert, John, Mason. You know, these cool names. Brian, I like these names. There's going to be a name called Trillion. So, Steve, you're in your truck. You're at you're in El Dorado and I'm a Continental. Can we get along? Oh yeah. Hey, I've never heard a song that a Hammond B three was in that I didn't like. From what you were playing down to Henry Mancini, I I, I oh, tried yeah. to learn that instrument when I was younger and just couldn't do it. Oh. I love it though. Oh yeah, I love. You know, when I saw him, he was seventeen, and there were just three of them at the Masonic Auditorium. He kicked a. I mean, he really. I mean, he sounded like that at 17 years old. That's pretty cool. That was pretty cool. So what do you think? You like you like the show? Is it doing all right? You like the declaration or a little trip through there? Oh, yeah. I've, I've told a lot of my friends. A lot of my friends are military reservists, and they're probably listening to me now laughing. But I've been trying to spread the word. Well, thank you. The Positive Patriot really thanks you, and we got to get the word out because, you know— I don't know where the voices are going to be. They will try to silence us. They will. Actually, we are being censored. So, And they're doing things right. that are, you know, I'm not saying that 
proudly, I just, it's amazing. If they can censor and shut down President Trump, they can do anything. And, and I pray for our country. Well, yeah, definitely scary. And I know the, the radio station sometimes doesn't have range, but I've been telling people out of the area, tune in radio. Get tune in on your smartphone, and you can listen anywhere. Well, Steve, we thank you very much for uh, calling in, and we've got another caller here. Thank you very much. Let's okay. Stay in touch. Okay? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Mike from Detroit. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I just I'm just amazed at how violent oh, he Yeah, I'm sorry. Hi Ike, how are you? I'm, oh good, good. I'm great, you know. I I just uh am amazed at how Byzantine this Democratic Party is. You know, they're using Bernie's plan they consider too radical. In twenty twenty, they you know, they shove the plan. Bernie goes the way of Caesar. You know, and anybody who knows if you watch Crime T V, the perpetrator you know the perpetrator had to know the victim, right? And that's Hillary. And Hillary runs. She's defeated. And now we have Biden. Used to be the godfather of, of the Biden crime family. Now he's the benign grandfather of the Democratic Party, you know. And it's such a scam because he's unavailable. He's been unavailable. Camilla unavailable while all these horrible policies and orders come out. You know, it's such a scam, we are okay. I, this is our third, almost our third month of a total, total fraudulent administration. They, I guess, in Time Magazine, March fifteenth, there was they were actually letting us know how they stole everything. It's actually in Time Magazine, but the people that voted for him, I'm having the hardest time with that because they endorsed it, and now they have stuff all inside their pants and they can't, it's drying up and they don't know how to uh, say they're sorry. They'll never say they're wrong. This is a shame. Yeah. This yeah. this is really, how do you talk to them and how do we forgive them? Because it's our future, our children's future, our grandchildren, and they mm -hmm. found the word trillion, Ike. It's amazing. I well, you know, they're, they're doing all this with our tax money it's, and you know, if you look at inner cities, and this is where I worked in trauma centers, ERs, and, and so on, uh, they keep voting these people in expecting a different outcome. I, I just don't understand it. Thanks, Ike. We're going we're gonna, to, you're a positive patriot. We'll see you next week. Mike from Detroit. That was Mike in Detroit. Mike is gone. So, Bob in Bloomfield Hills. Robert? Yes, Bob. How are you? I'm doing great. Well, I'll tell you what. I have a solution. I think I know we're talking about these trillions and they're spending money like it's water, so to speak. I think what we should do is the 75 or 80 million people that voted for Trump say, hey, we're tired of this. What we'll do is we'll pay our taxes, but we're going to put it in escrow. Brilliant. Okay. Brilliant. Until you get, until you guys get your act together, we're not giving you any more money. If you want to have the big tech companies finance these programs, knock yourself out. Well, that's a great. You got to cut the head off the snake here, because as long as they're getting money from us, they're going to do what they want to do, Bob. Well, okay. So if now, 
Have you spoken to any other people with this idea? Just out of oh, curiosity? yeah, they like it. They, they I, like the I, I idea. It's not like we're not paying taxes. We're just putting in escrow. Well, okay. Here's the deal. I don't know. This is the first time for me. I My accountant had me sign up, and I got a PIN number. And sure. this is the first time ever. And I wonder how many of the other listeners or Americans have had this happen. But they actually inhaled their tax money right out of my account. Normally, I would just write a check. I'd look at everything. I'd talk to her or him and say, look, hey, okay, I'm not happy, but I'm going to write it. Not anymore. They just inhaled it out. They just took it out. So what you're saying is good, but how many, I wonder what percentage of people, Bob, that, that, that have now have that number uh, – and because now they do direct deposit. And actually, when you're talking about money, I think they're going to change the whole money system. I think we're talking about printing here, but I think they have found a way not to print anymore because that costs money. And you got, like, coin, coin is heavy. You have to transport it. They're going to find a way in the future, I think. They're going to say, well, you know what, Bob? You've worked for 40 years, and you've made this much and that much, and we're going to give you... A hundred thousand digital dollars, and you're going to get four or five thousand digital dollars a month, and that's it, baby. And you're going to go, Wow, that's pretty cool. I own this house, I have these coins, I have St. Joseph buried in the ground, I got cash over here in that shoe box, <laughs> I got something over here. And you say, Okay, I want to take it to the bank and get traded in. And they're going to say, Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, no, you don't get it. This is it. All that we don't care anymore. It doesn't have they're any value. Gonna, you sure? They're they're not going to tell you <clears throat> that uh, it's already in the works. Look at Bitcoin and Bit, you know that kind of stuff. So it's already in the works. But I'll tell you what, we got to cut the head off the snake, and the only way to do it is cut their funding. And uh, I know you know you got the IRS. It's like. You know, they put the heat on you if you don't pay uh, 10 cents, okay? If they owe you money, then, hey, yeah. it takes forever yeah. to get it, you know? So well, I, I, agree. I I don't know about I think it's a great it, idea. I really, uh, I don't know how we start a movement like this, but maybe it starts well, right like, now. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's, a, it's not like we're not going to pay, but, hey, we want some accountability to be before we start giving you guys any more money. It's always want more money, more money, more taxes. And they spend it, to, you know, they give uh, XYZ country billions of dollars to study something, another ABC country billions of dollars. Well, come on, we got to start, you know, taking care of this country first before we can help the other countries for crying out loud. Where, and where, the people of this yeah. country. Where did this happen? Yeah. Where, I wonder where it started. Was it Obama or Clinton? I, I don't know. Somewhere <clears throat> somewhere along the line, we got really, we got real generous with uh, our enemies. And uh, yeah, exactly. China China right now is building their military on the money we, they, they, we gave them. We gave, we started them out. We primed <clears throat> the pump and now it's a beautiful thing. And they, their missiles, their ships, their everything. Oh, it could have been FDR. FDR was very generous with our money. Um, that was a guy. He's on the dime, so that's that. But I thought that well, it's, I thought, it's I, given these um, 
these Latin American countries, you know, they said, well, we've cut off the funding to, uh, you know, Guatemala or wherever some of these people are coming from, these poor people. Okay, well, that funding and 500 million here, 500 million there, those people aren't getting the money. It's going right to the dictators there to buy new planes, you know, right, and new casinos, new this shoes. kind of thing. It goes in their pocket. Well, I think so, I think our resident in chief, uh, his son is pretty good at that, and so is his family. Ukraine, China. We don't want to pick on him, but it's the real deal. We're we're in this movie. I really mean this. We're we're in a Twilight Zone movie. I believe it's making sense, and sometimes, as you all well know, that's why people are are binge uh, listening to Netflix because we can't take it anymore. There is truly uh, political fatigue. There is, and I'm going to go back to this, which I think is important. We need Teddy Roosevelt down on the Rio Grande. We need a guy who's got the real equipment on and saying, look, his team was called the Rough Riders. They weren't called the the Buttigiegs. You know what I mean? They weren't the Buttigiegs. They were the Rough Riders. You know, we don't have guys creating new taxes. Here's a guy. This is this is so bizarre. And then when you hear on the media, oh, Buttigieg was a Rhodes Scholar, and he went here, and he served in our country. Oh, baby. Yeah, you know, I put. You know, we're in the arena. We exposed ourselves. We're in there. Can you give me some common sense? Mark Twain talked about it. So anyway, we are talking about the Declaration of Independence, and for I think for the next week or two, this is our owner's manual, as Brian the Lion suggested. It is. It's our owner's manual, and I was even thinking uh, with Bob Nettlelick what he mentioned a two ounces of silver to come in, but how about just an idea? Throw it out there. Why don't we print up the uh, Declaration of Independence in Spanish, French, Italian, Arabic, whatever it is. But when you come in, you bring in your shoes and your body and your heart and your soul. You sign it. You understand what this is. That is pretty cool. Because right now, having said that, Reading this has given me some insight. We're doing it together. I didn't want to pre-read it. I did a little homework. But what I'd like to do, let's set it up. Let's talk about it. And we are the Patriot, the Patriot Station. We have a flag. Go to Toledo Flags. Buy a flag and display it. And then I, one other thing. I think if you are have a flag, you're an American Patriot. And I think on Democrats and left houses, you don't have that. And every time I see Nancy Pelosi and all these other criminals, when they're on there and they have the flag behind them, it's a disgrace. It's absolutely a disgrace. And you know it too. So there you go. Bob, thank you very much for calling in. Uh, Steve from Farmington, how are you? Hi, Robert. Uh, You were just talking about uh, sort of a new monetary uh, banking type system with electronic funds. Yes. And they're already doing that in China, uh, and it's called the social credit system. And what they do is, like, you have a unit, let's say it's a dollar, but your social credit score is 0.5. So every unit that you have or dollar is only really worth 50 cents. But if you have a good social credit score, uh, you know, you, you're doing all the right things that the government wants you to do. Then you have a high credit score, maybe it's 0.95. So every dollar that you have is worth 95 cents, and they control people by 
you know, their social credit score and, oh. you know, how much they're worth. That's, and you, that's, can, you can YouTube that uh, China social credit score system. So that's very interesting. I think we're on to something. And, and, yeah. and, and, even, and even further on that, guess who helped them develop it? Uh, Google. Bi- Google. Yeah, that's beautiful. Now, and and th- that plays right into all of their social media stuff and, you know, basically shaming people if you don't agree with them. Well, you know, they have this system, and I have the book, and I'm gonna, we're going to have to reference that book. But there's one fellow, a Chinese fellow, that came to America, worked for Google, all the big companies. Then he went back to China. And they have such an appetite for artificial intelligence and all these other things that they have hundreds yep. of thousands of these people that are looking into, plus their cameras they have, they are totally vertically, exactly. holistically. Social credit system. And they have cameras everywhere. They Everything is connected with computers. Uh, artificial intelligence puts everything together. Uh, so you buy a, a, a bottle of beer, your social credit just, uh, credit goes down. But if you buy something healthy like a bottle of water, your social credit score goes up. If you jaywalk, uh, they know. I mean, they got cameras everywhere, and they have facial recognition. And it, it basically, everything you do affects your social credit score. They have... That's very interesting. They have, seriously, hundreds of thousands of these technical engineers. They have such an appetite for it, a veracity for making this happen. And we're not, we don't have that. We're, we're looking at uh, ways of not being successful, ways of uh, resistance, ways of more gravity on us as human beings and Americans. There, this, this one fellow who wrote the book, he literally said, and this was two years ago when I got the book, uh, uh, they, he's made, he made at that time over 100 millionaires in China. Now, I always wanted to go to China. I'm not anti-Chinese. I love the Chinese culture and the history. But wait a minute. What's going on here? You know, you put... I've, 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 been, I've been to China, and uh, back when I was there, that you could just, like, see everywhere there were cameras. Uh, I was uh, actually in a hotel, and there was a camera in my bathroom. I mean, there, and there were cameras in my hotel room. And uh, I, I put a towel over the one in the bathroom, and basically three minutes later, uh, they, came, they came in my uh, hotel room and told me never to do that again. Oh, my God. Or, 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 I, or I would be expelled from the country. Well, that, uh, I guess that's an interesting way to say takey outy. <laughs> takey outy Chinese food. Yow. Yeah. That's, well, listen, that is such serious stuff. And that's, that's what I mean. We just keep shaking our head on what's going on. And the Chinese military. It's got me very concerned because look what they're tempting uh, Taiwan. They're they're doing that quite a bit, 
and they have these ultrasonic missiles now, hypersonics and all this stuff. Right. And, and what the Chinese did yeah. at, in Alaska. It's amazing what they did because, like, I was working for Ford, and uh, people were telling me that they were taking the electronic computers that were in the Ford cars and reconfiguring them to use them for other purposes, including military purposes. Well, yeah, I think they're drones. So, so, so we've right? just given them all of the technology. I, I don't know why we're doing anything with, with China. Well, this is what I heard is that when President Trump said to Xi, Pres Dictator Xi or Emperor Xi, he said to him, you guys got to stop this. Uh, you can't. You got to stop stealing all this stuff. You can't do that anymore. And he looked right at him and he said, uh, you let us. <laughs> so <laughs> what we didn't give them, they stole. And when you say you let us, that's checkmate. They won because that's the truth. Yeah. We went in there with Nixon and everything, and just and it's a great idea. Let's build up their economy. We got all these people. It's a great idea. But everybody doesn't think like American, the heart of America. The heart of America is such a charity. There is no Chinese Red Cross. There is no Iranian Red Cross. There is no uh, North Korea Red it. Cross. There is none of those countries are going to help your sweet little butt if it gets in trouble. You know, equi uh, uh, tornadoes or hurricanes or volcanoes or whatever. Uh, earthquakes. 90 seconds still out, Lord. Okay. So nobody, I mean, we got to pray for this country. We have the most beautiful country in the world, and we're so thankful. So we want to thank everybody for tuning in today. We welcome everybody. Remember to get your flag. Go out and have a great day today. This is the Positive Patriot. We have the whole team here. We've been talking about the Declaration of Independence and how it was created. We're talking so much about it, we cannot, we haven't gotten to start to read it, but please go to the website, the United States National Archives and Records Administration. We will continue this conversation. We are so happy to be here. I thank God that we're here. And we're going to get into how it was made, creating the parchment declaration, imprinting, and trillions. We have to go out every day and do something good. We have Passover this weekend for our Jewish brothers and sisters, Good Friday next week, um, also Easter, the resurrection. There's so many good things. And go out and talk to your neighbors. It's a good thing to talk to the real ones and... Um, Pray for the guys and girls that I, I don't know what they've done. We pray every day that something positive is going to happen, and we have to do it. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I'm going out there and doing the best, and uh, it's not about a relationship. It's a relation canoe. you got to take the canoe. If we're both in the canoe, we got to go the same way. Otherwise, we're going and spinning in circles. Thank you. See you next week. Stand up. Thank you for being a part of the Positive Conversation. We'll look for you next Saturday from noon till 1 on 101.5 FM and 1400 AM WDTK, the home of Robert Dempster, the Positive Patriot. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. 
The preceding program is furnished by Dempster Designs. When you have a gambling problem, you have a money problem. Ten gallons of gas, cash, or credit. Yesterday's lottery ticket won't fill up your tank. Because when you're feeding a gambling problem... Okay, your grocery total is $98. It's difficult putting food on the table, paying your bills, and keeping your life together. If you or a loved one is struggling with gambling, get free confidential help at michigan.gov slash problem gambling. Sponsored by the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services and the Michigan...